Are you also tired of one-size-fits-all weight loss plans? Meet Noom, the personalized solution that meets you where you are. Noom is able to understand your unique needs, from dietary restrictions to medical concerns. Unlike restrictive programs, Noom embraces your lifestyle and choices. Discover a sustainable approach to weight loss, tailored just for you. Honestly, Noom felt like it was made for me. It's not just about what I eat. It's about understanding why. With Noom, I've learned so much about myself and built healthier habits that stick. It's all about progress, not perfection. Say goodbye to restrictive diets and experience the Noom app for yourself with personalized lessons and expert coaching. Noom's psychology and biology-based approach has helped over 5.2 million people achieve their goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard-to-recycle plastic into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. Also, in this intro, there is no Tom. I'm putting together a show that is essentially all the stuff that we recorded at Glory Hole Studios this last week. So before we jump right into it and launch into the stories that we recorded already, I wanted to uh, just mention a little disclaimer for this portion of the show. So normally our show is not safe for work. It is uh, it is full of swear words and awful things and, and terrible visualizations. There are some people who will play our show at work, etc., and uh, and we just wanted to make a quick mention that in this episode, Tom and I both quote a racist, and when we quote that racist, we quote him exactly as he spoke. So, if you are hypersensitive to a racial slur, you may want to skip over the first story. You may, uh, if you are at work, you may not want to play that portion out loud, because we do say a word that many people take offense at. So uh, so we just wanted to throw a quick warning out there that we do quote the man. Uh, so if you hear it and you're super offended, please send him the email. Without further ado, here's the rest of our show. So this story comes from the Raw story. 
Georgia principal blames Satan for racist graduation rant as son blames niggers in Facebook tirade. Oh, fuck! Well, how do I pronounce N asterisk, 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 apostrophe? I think he's saying naggers. Thank you very much. <laughs> I made an unfair assumption. It was an aspersion on his character. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> That's what he said. I'm He's saying Nigers. <laughs> They're from the Niger Delta region. I mean, that's what he said. I know. I'm not I afraid know. of saying words. You may have noticed. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's I fine. would. I wouldn't want to misquote the guy. This is why my kids can never listen to my I know. show. I know. Like my son's been asking more and more, and I'm just like never, never, never listen. When when do you think it's going to be appropriate for your son to actually say swear words? He's. It's it's funny because. We've started doing it a little bit around that because I want to take the, I want to take the piss out of the words a little bit. So now, like we'll do this is I don't know why I'm saying this. Now we'll do a thing sometimes at bedtime. Well, he'll ask because um, I started. I re, we, we were I was reading a, a bedtime story to him, you know, and then just for just to see what he would do, just for giggles, I made one of the characters swear at it. I'm like, don't give me that shit, said Jack, you know, like. And he laughed until he cried. He thought it was the funniest thing ever because it was like this super subversive thing. And then he asked for it occasionally. He'll be like, can, can you read me a chapter of the book with swear words in it? And then I'll read it with some swear words, like light swear. Sure, you know, yeah, not like shit like, and ass and yeah, tits right. or whatever. Yeah, and, I'm not just going to be like, yeah. hey, fuck the right the cunt. You know, like, <laughs> what, man, Winnie the Pooh's getting hardcore. What, what, are, what are you doing under the, under the blanket there, Finn? Stop that, Finn. Yeah. But so now we do it. And, it, you know, the first like, Four or five times we did it. It was like hilarious every time. And now he's like, just he doesn't pay attention to it anymore. It's just taking all the piss out of it. Um, and so now occasionally he'll be like, can I say the A word? And then he'll like, I'll be like, sure, that's all right in the house. As long as you understand you can't say it around grandma and grandpa or at school or whatever. You can say it if you ask. And then he'll say it and then he'll laugh because now there's like a little bit of like charge from him saying it. But even that's starting to lose its novelty yeah, sure when it loses its novelty then it's just not exciting anymore yeah so this story um there, there was a graduation ceremony and i guess some people left the graduation ceremony early right like, that's the thing yeah and this dude went fucking woman it's a woman it's a, it's a woman the woman went crazy and her son defended her oh no i thought he said some shit though no but did she, i misunderstand no, yeah this? so see here's how the, here's how the story went down the woman on stage says something like hey come on back the valedictorian hasn't made a speech yet People still leave. Oh, you're right. And then she says, well, it's like all the black people are leaving or something. She says something. What does she say? Do you see it? She says, you people are so rude to not listen to this speech. Um, And she says, uh, look at all the people that's leaving. It's the black people. Look who's leaving. All the black people. So then she says, the day later or whatever, she apologizes. She says, basically. Well, she didn't apologize. No, she said, I'll read what she says. Georgia educator who's ran about black people walking out when they thought the graduation ceremony had ended went viral this weekend. And she apologized and blamed the devil for making the words come out of her mouth. And so basically the first, the devil comes in her mouth. And right. then, and then he, the little boy leans back and she drips it into his mouth. <laughs> because I've seen oh, that video. Oh, oh. Not with the mother's son thing, but I have seen it before. Oh, I have seen it before. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> that is. Look, the devil came in her mouth. It, it did. It and, did. And she does. She's a. She's a spitter, not a and swallower. She's got it. Turns look, out. you drip it between parties. That's how this works. You share because I don't make a lot of this. I don't make a lot. This is a precious. Fluid. This is a very, very precious fluid. Oh, You've got to share the devil's life. All force. of you young ladies. Oh God, that's horrifying. That's horrifying. 
up. This is horrifying. My son's never listening to this show. No. Never. No. Never. Yeah. Um, yeah, she says, the devil was in the house and came out from my mouth. <laughs> no, I, no, no, no. It's the other way around. <laughs> all the way around. Uh, uh, nope. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I love when I, I love when you hear stuff like that, like, oh, I shouldn't have said it. It's like, fucking, you shouldn't have thought it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, don't worry about the fact that you were unable to restrain your racism. Right. You know, that's really what she's saying is she's saying like, look, I'm a racist asshole. And what I should have done is I should have recognized that the context for my racist tirade was not here and now. And I should have fucking taken my racist tirade and fucking spewed that evil, hate-filled shit at home. Right. And not in public. Right. Um, so what she's really saying is I'm sorry you found out how I really feel. Yeah, but but not only – she's not saying I'm sorry I fu- you found out. What she's saying is you're so stupid, you'll believe that the devil is the one who made right. me do it and not me. Right. I'm not the racist asshole. The devil is the racist asshole. Do you he think just the devil used- would really be racist though? <laughs> I think the devil would be like, I don't care how you come on my side. I will right. fucking say whatever you want. Right. Like if, if the devil was a real thing – the devil would fucking use whatever is in his power. And if it happens to be racism to get an asshole racist to be on their side, right. then they would use it. All you're doing is you're saying, I'm a fucking racist prick, but I don't want everybody to know I'm a racist prick. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to lie to everybody and say the fucking devil made me do it because you guys all believe in this mythology. Right. And nobody down here is going to question that. Nobody down here is going to say, look at this critically and be like, are you sure that wasn't you? Because <laughs> I thought it was you. I you thought, know, I thought I heard your voice. That sounded like a thing you were saying Gosh, when you the, fucking directly said the thing you the said. The devil is so tricky. <laughs> so tricky. <laughs> well, at least she was able to abdicate responsibility by fucking foisting it out. Can you imagine if there really was a devil and he's just yeah. like... Don't blame me. I was a Quiznos. <laughs> and the thing about the devil coming in her mouth and her saying, she would say, all you black people. She wouldn't even, you wouldn't even understand her. So, she's. <laughs> What's the sound of a racist gargling? <laughs> she's making a racist clucking sound as he's fucking her mouth. So. <laughs> is there a chicken in the coop or something? Oh, no, there's the no chicken in the coop. There's a cock in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. The set and the spike. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, I think we're done with this story. Yeah. Oh, God. We didn't uh, even get to the part where he's the, the son responds. What did the son... Oh, let's do it. Let's okay, do it. so the son the son decided to come to mom's rescue. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, there's dramatic music, like, dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> this is like, imagine if, like, your house is on fire, and you called the fire department, and they showed up with flamethrowers. <laughs> they show up with TNT, and they just throw it inside and there's hope it explodes. grenades in your house. Oh, God. They're like, my baby's in the house. <laughs> Hang on, uh, let me throw uh, grenades yeah, full of okay, pitbulls ma'am, at it. Ma'am, step back. RPG! <laughs> fire in the hole. There was already fire in the hole. There's fire in literally all the holes. All the holes are on fire. Oh, there was fire in at least one of our yeah, holes from what. the devil. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so his son valiantly steps up. Yeah, and he's, he responded on Facebook by saying... Uh, so eloquently, I hope no, that I can capture Tom, his. Thomas, Thomas quoting this person, so <laughs> it's not. True. Tom is not being racist. 
Yeah, well, I mean, Tom is quoting a racist. <laughs> there's, there's, I'm not sure that I that I can match his yeah. his eloquent elocution, yeah. but uh, allow me to give it a whirl. <laughs> do it, uh, do it, bro. Y'all niggers ain't talking. To, I can't even do it. Hold on a minute. I gotta, you gotta take try it back. Hold on. Let me let me give it a try. Let me do hillbilly god and read. All right. It. Okay. All let right. me give it a shot here. Because so, I mean, if you see a picture of this fucking guy, he looks exactly like. a So guy let's who would imagine say this. hillbilly god says this. So this is what Hillbilly comes. <laughs> this is the worst show we've ever done. Oh, uh, we're not gonna be able to use this story. <laughs> Y'all niggers aren't talking about shit. If you got something, if you and it's you with a fucking just a regular you. It's just a you. Like you can't type out fucking a Y and an O. You're just like fucking you. You fucking waste of shit. You are. <laughs> If, if you got something to say, come see me face to face. <laughs> That's the weird, weirdest thing I've ever heard. If anyone has something to say about my mom and how she ran her graduation, come say that shit to my face. And then there's just everything is fucking blanked out after that. I have no like clearly either he's calling people out or he's just on a racist screed after that. I have no idea what he's saying. You have to wonder, like, after that, where somebody's like, okay, we don't want to put the real offensive stuff in, so black it out. Like, what do you, what is blacked oh my out gosh. after that? I can't, yeah, it's crazy. What is just pictures of murdered Jews? Now, Tom, <laughs> he's like, what? he like fucking hot links to space dicks. He's just like... <laughs> It's just, it just watch people die. That's all. That's, that's all it is. Like dead babies, pics of dead kids, or something. Jesus. All right. So yeah, oh. I, I want you to read though his fucking response. His apology response says first his name is is Gorduk. Gorduk. Gorduk uh, did replace the post with a Mother's Day greeting. <laughs> And an apology of his own writing, Tom, please, I, and, and I don't want you to put the, don't change any of the things that he said. So now, don't. You want me to try to pronounce I want you to try to pronounce it. the actual things uh, okay. that he wrote. All so right. you got to give it, give it hell here, big guy. I hope everyone had a great Mother's Day. <laughs> Hold on, no. Is he really, he replaced, I hope you fucking, I hope, like, come yeah, fucking uh, fight me <laughs> right. with, yeah. I hope you had, everybody had a great Mother's Day. I hope everyone had a great Mother's Day, and to everyone to gear our purple hating getting on my page and posting shit. So sorry in advance if it happer books. <laughs> That's exactly what? it. And the what? thing is, is it makes no sense even with the fucking. They left all the uh, the incorrect. I can I can presume that he says everyone there. So T G E R E there is he saying right? I think he's saying it's to, and to everyone there are people hating getting on my page and posting shit. So, so I'm sorry in advance if it hap- happened. Is happened? that supposed to be happened? Because it reads Happer books. It's H A P P R B X. There's no hope for the future. That sounds like a model of a car. Like, <laughs> what, what are we I'm driving a Nissan Happer books. <laughs> <laughs> It's a sweet, sweet it's a car. Sweet car. It's really racist. It's really, you can't buy it if you're black. Oh, shit. You can't drive it if you're Asian. It only, <laughs> it only comes in white. If you if you're if you're Latino, you have to fit like fifty of you inside. <laughs> it has extra headroom for your clan hood. Oh, no. You can fit three burning crosses in oh, the back. Gosh. Oh, oh, no. oh man! Oh, delete this whole story. <laughs> it's like the most racist thing we've ever done. Oh God! It's not our fault. He's a racist. That's... Stop it. <laughs> Is trusting God important? It's the only thing that gets favor from him. 
He doesn't respond to pain or tears or heartache. He only responds to being believed. So this story comes from the Morocco World News. Moroccan woman killed during session of exorcism. This story is so sad. Um, so there's a mentally ill woman in her 40s who's a mother of eight. She needs all the help, dude. A fucking mentally ill woman with fucking eight kids. What? What? Where's she from? She's from Morocco, man. Wait, she's she's a Moroccan. She's a Moroccan. That is crazy. Like a Moroccan. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> You're the worst person ever. That's awesome. <laughs> all right, continue on. Oh no. Oh no! So the way this, even just the way this article is written, is just—you're like, just gonna keep playing that this whole time, aren't you? The whole story, the whole fucking story. Um, so she decided to seek the aid of a fik, fik, fik. I don't know that I can pronounce what that is. It's an F I Q or no F Q I F Q F Q I H. Dude, that's a fucking Scrabble win. That that's what that, that is. is. That's like if you drop that shit on a fucking triple letter score. That's like 11 million points. You just win the game. You're just like fucking, you get to fucking throw the board in your fucking opponent's face hard enough to embed those little tiles in their eyes. FQ. FQ. If you don't have to use, but the thing is, is that you can't spell it in Scrabble because there's always, isn't Q and U together? No. I they're thought, not, they're not, always, that's the oh, problem okay. with Scrabble is you always have to, you get the Q and then you gotta fucking sit on your ass. I'm thinking of words you. with whatever that Words with friends? Words with friends. Do you get an F and a Q? Or Q I think and a Q together? and you together. I do you really? So. I thought, I, I haven't played that game in a game? long time. There's a game that's, that has the Q the and the U together. together. Yeah, automatically. Well, that's fucking rude. What if you want to spell fucking <laughs> <laughs> So she decided to seek, so she was mentally ill. She has a fucking hundred kids. She decided to seek the help of <laughs> and it says, sadly, the poor woman could not withstand the continuous sessions of torture. Well, maybe don't have the torture continuous. Yeah, you would think. Maybe interval torture. You would think you'd be like, huh, you know, when we're doing this exorcism, people are calling it torture. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Yeah, or at least break it up, though. Yeah. You know, like, at least that's what I mean. Like, like, intervals. Make, it, make it like the tough mutter, like, where you like run a little bit, and you, you have to climb a thing, and right? then you wait. Tabatas, yeah. they should have Tabatas torture. There you go, Tabatas style torture. Right. Twenty seconds on, ten seconds off. Yeah, so you're like, okay, okay, I got a breather. All right, all right, back to the hot poker, <laughs> back to the red hot poker. You can brand me for the next twenty seconds. <laughs> I only got to do twenty seconds, and then after that, I get ice, <laughs> and then it's twenty seconds, oh, and then ice. God. Yeah. Um, so to cast out the fucking evil spirit from Thing her body. Thing is, with exorcism, Tabata, that's CrossFit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. We're going to get fucking CrossFit emails now. Like, I've been doing prior. Don't, don't you dare impugn CrossFit. Okay, crucifix fit. Okay, we'll call it that instead. How's that? I'll bite you in fit ways. <laughs> like, okay, fine. Fine. I know. You love it. It's fine. I'll lift up this building. <laughs> I'll throw a wad at you. Okay, that's not a thing. That's you not can't, a real thing. You can't do that. You can't use that yeah. as a verb. That's not. I'm, I'm going to go wadding. No. No. You can't do that. Yeah. If you do that, you got to fucking tape it and clean up afterwards. Let me tell you, you bring some Kleenex for that. That's what you do. <laughs> so it says to cast out the evil spirit from her body, the <laughs> loudly <laughs> recited incantations <laughs> and passages from the Quran. With the help of four of his assistants. So evidently... You can have an assistant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, I'm not a full-blown... 
I'm just like the assistant. <laughs> you sound like you're pronouncing something in Star Wars ease. What so is they, it again? It's an FQ what? F-Q-I-H. I-H. So they, they said some fucking words at her. Fine. Okay. Who cares? Um, but then fucking part two is they beat her with sticks all over okay. her body, uh, to force the evil spirit to leave her. Well, rather than the evil spirit, her fucking life force left her. Thick Arabic. How is it pronounced? Thick Arabic. Thick. Thick. Why would, why wouldn't you just have the I in front of the Q? If that's what, if that's the sound you're trying to make with your face. That's <laughs> a feek. No. That's what it says, feek. Well, I don't believe you. Oh, so how are you going to pronounce it then? Feek. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Oh, fuck you, Dad. <laughs> He's not a listener, so it's oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just another story of some fucking unbelievably, like, desperate, yeah. mentally ill person being abused sure. by fucking charlatans. Yeah, and and another example of how when you say someone is possessed by some sort of demon that they can be seriously injured by your own f- fuck nuttery. Right. Yeah. And this idea that like, oh, it, it doesn't matter, like people can believe, it doesn't matter if people have a fucking supernatural worldview and they, you know, like we'll just let like why are you guys so live critical, and let man? Live, man, live and let live. live. And let live. Yeah. It's all good. We all believe in the same god. Except for that sometimes <laughs> You gotta, you know, my, the God I believe in requires a stick beating because yeah. the, yeah. needs them to right, be beaten. Right. Yeah. They've gotta be bloody. Yeah, right. We only eat our steaks rare. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> oh no. You're all stick. Oh, be nice. Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh my God. What's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. This story comes from the Raw story. Uh, Rush Limbaugh panics over the decline of Christianity in America, says a million gay activists are to blame. A million gay activists are to blame. I didn't know Rush Limbaugh was still on air. I actually didn't. I, I mean, I hadn't thought. I thought, first of all, I thought he choked on fucking hot dog water years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he just calls an intern to, like, feed him hot dogs during the break. <laughs> He's like Jabba eating frogs, <laughs> except for it's like a Coney Island Jabba, you know? So Rush Limbaugh said, what he wound up saying was, the drop in self-identifying Christians could be explained by homosexual marriage. Um, Limbaugh noted that many Christians are... Limbaugh noted that many churches already performed same-sex weddings and, or, and had ordained clergy. And in some cases, and this is a quote, and in some cases, female and lesbian ministers which you might think in some cases could cause people to leave those churches, those denominations, the Methodists and the Presbyterians and the Lutherans dropped a lot of members. And he's, I'm still quoting here. He says, they, they have left their churches because of the social issues and the evolution of their churches uh, to social areas they didn't want to go and don't feel comfortable in. Uh, and he says, if you look at the evangelical churches, they haven't lost anything. Their membership is holding pretty steady where the messages remained where, uh, where the mission has remained the same, where the members of the church don't think any of the corruption is taking place, they're still hanging in there. And I would say, well, let's look at this in a different lens instead of saying, well, they had a gay minister, so that's why the people left. Maybe the fact is, is that the people who are leaving the churches are leaving because they're seeing some of their churches 
be fucking bigoted douchebags and they recognize that the church itself might not be a good thing that the pushback against these people who they see as everyday people it doesn't matter you're not a sinner in their eyes if you're calling out every week that these people are sinners these people are sinners and it's not just this it's the people who uh happen to be pro-choice or the people who happen to be anti-war the people you know anybody who's not conservative right Suddenly you look at those people and you say, well, those people are evil or those people are pushing an evil agenda. And then you look around and you're like, well, a lot of my friends think this. Is it the church that's wrong or am I wrong? Some people may be looking at it and saying, you know what? I don't think I'm wrong. I think I'm a pretty good judge of character. And then they walk away from the church. I think that may be why the yeah. church is losing because they're finally showing their bigoted sides, at least the bigoted portions of the church. I think the inclusive ones, you know, I think that those people were probably less religious to begin with. I, you know, I was thinking about this and I was thinking that maybe the, the more progressive churches, maybe they're losing members because what they really are is a stepping stone away from the actuality of sure. the churches of, of, of religious teaching, right? Yeah. Because you can't be a, a, uh, all welcoming, you know, yeah. Methodist church that believes, you know, in some parts here and some parts there, yeah. but we're going to ignore the other parts. As soon as I'm comfortable, I think as soon as I, the evangelicals, right? What the, they're they're not losing members because they're still holding fast. They're saying everything in here is true. Everything's true. This is now before you continue. This is assuming that he's correct in his numbers. Yeah, we, but I think we have no. I have no way to know. No, but I think he's right because there's a Pew Research poll that this is based off of, okay. and and it does break down some okay. of this. And I, I was poking around looking at this the other day. So I think that there's some. There is a decline in evangelicals, but it's not as sharp as it is yeah. in some of the more progressive churches. But I think a progressive church is really just a step down the slope toward agnosticism sure. or atheism, sure. because there's got to be there's a recognition that there's a pick and a choose. And the evangelicals don't recognize that they're picking and choosing, right? They would say that they're not. We know they are, but they would say that they're not picking and choosing. And if you're, uh, you know, one of these all welcoming, you know, United Church of Christ or the Methodists or the Episcopalians, you're saying like, yeah, well, you know, we want to revise our message to be more socially inclusive. Well, how do I reconcile the revision of your message with the words in your book? And if, if I'm, if I start down that path, how do I not finish at the end, which says, well, Wait a minute. If A and B in the book are untrue, I'm really curious about C through F. Right. Right. You know, I think I think progressive churches do a. I think they're they're a wonderful thing. Not be not just because they're less hate filled and less bigoted, but I guess because I think that they inevitably lead people toward questioning. I think you're right. Yeah. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. So this story comes from the Huffington Post. Uh, Bill O'Reilly blames the decline of American religion on hip hop. You can just blame it on any fucking thing. It turns out, it's just anything. It's the fucking kids with their rock and roll music and their fucking jello pudding pops. When? <laughs> when? In their Kodak film. <laughs> In their baggy pants. <laughs> when is it been that the older generation? Yeah. Hasn't looked down at the younger generation and been like, they're fucking it all up. Right. They're talking about rap music as like the decline of something. I mean, they were talking about heavy metal being the decline of something before. Sure. It's just, it's just the fucking, 
the music du jour. Dude, it was Elvis at one point. Yeah, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, it's, it's always whatever it is. The, whatever it is, yeah. Whatever whatever happens sure, to be the thing. I'm sure swing dancing at some point was oh, dude. the fucking bane of existence. It, I mean, it was. It was like, you know, it was hypersexualized, you know, super aggressive music that got the fucking young people's engines roaring, you know? Yeah. Like, it's all the same bullshit. It's what it is, is old people looking around and being like, that's not my cardigan sweater. Yeah. You know, like, okay. <laughs> Why don't these young youngsters like to play golf like I do? Yeah. <laughs> like, back in my day, we shuffle boarded and we liked it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. It's because you're not getting laid. Like, yeah. you, you're looking you're around, you're seeing fucking hot 20 year olds yeah. fucking each other and you're and, like, I want to fuck a hot 20 year old so bad. And you can't, you can't fucking get out there and swing dance with them. Right. Cause, Cause you'll fucking break your hip. I know. You will break <laughs> your hip. It's, it's jealousy. Yeah. I really think a lot of this anti youth nonsense comes from jealousy. It's like, man, I look at the youth of today. Like they're way worse than the youth of yesterday. Cause that was me. And yeah. you have, you have to be worse than me. Otherwise I'm bad. Yeah. And I know I'm not, not bad. bad. Yeah. But if I see a bad thing, it has to be coming from not me, yeah. but you. Do you think that also there's a little bit of underlying racist tones in here from Bill O'Reilly or no? Underlying? Underlying? Oh, hold on. Let me. <laughs> Overlying? <laughs> overtly <laughs> racist tones yeah man because he's not blaming it on you know like i mean he's blaming it on on a, a product yeah. of black culture sure right and he's said so much racist shit yeah. in the past <laughs> so much so very much it, it's it's kind of awesome but he, he does i mean he goes out on a limb all the time about the rap industry i think he's he he really doesn't like black culture or rap culture no, no, not yeah, at all. Not I think that's all. a fair, yeah. I think that's a fair and safe fucking yeah. thing to say. I think Bill O'Reilly would come on this fucking show and say the same fucking thing. He says the rap industry, for example, often glorifies depraved behavior and that sinks into the minds of some young, some young people. The group that is most likely to reject religion. Also, many movies and TV shows show Kids don't watch TV. Fucking whatever. Promote non-traditional values. If you're a person of faith, then the media generally thinks you're a loon. I'm surprised he didn't mention, like, subversive newspapers. I know, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> these kids with their flyers and newsletters. These kids <laughs> with, with their, their movable type. With their meetups and <laughs> awesome, yeah. God. Talking about fucking, oh, they get, they get nasty telegrams from each other. <laughs> yeah, I remember... These kids watching CBS. <laughs> like, okay. All right, old man. Back into your home. Uh, Just go back into your home awesome. filled with hate. <laughs> well, he's talking about them declining. It's the decline of American religion based on hip hop. Right. That to me feels not true. I mean, super, super not super true. Super not true. Yeah. It's funny too because, um, there's actually been, a, I was, I was looking at another article. There's actually been a, a resurgence in, uh, of, of religious lyrics within a lot of hip hop music that, um, religious lyrics and religiosity because the, you know, overall, um, the black community where, where much hip hop comes from is actually a, a very religious community. And they're totally unafraid to interject their religious thoughts and feelings into their music. Sure. So you actually have a group of overtly religious people, um, Christians, almost almost entirely. You know, I mean, if you look at the, the numbers, the, the black community is very overtly Christian. And they're singing about Christian shit and they're interjecting, you know, pieces of their faith into their music. And he's just like, well, I don't believe in it. So, or listen to it, or be knowledgeable about it. So, 
I don't like it. You know, it's just fucking old man hate. It is. Podcasters. They live in squalor, destitute, and disenfranchised, eking out an existence as best they can in such desolate places as Chicago. In pairs, but otherwise alone, they suffer from hunger and thirst, barely making it day to day on store-brand chicken wings and weak domestic beer. But now you can help. For just a few dollars a podcast, pennies a day, you can give them the restaurant-style chicken wings and imported beer that they so desperately need. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you can make a difference in their lives, allowing them the opportunity to rant unfettered, as nature intended. Please, go to patreon.com backslash distance pod today make a pledge and help these poor innocent creatures lead a life worth living so this story comes from the friendly atheist blog uh creationist researcher tells what? a dugger in law it's like a new thing a there's so there's, there's got to be so many of them there will be it'll be like a whole nation <laughs> like it's the nation of dugger in law <laughs> There's so many Duggars. It's, like, it's own nationality. <laughs> There's so many Duggars. You can play that like seven steps to Kevin Bacon yeah. or whatever with the Duggars. <laughs> it's not even seven steps. There's so many of them. You're like three steps away from a Duggar. Right, yeah. You know how they say like you're never more than 10 feet from a spider? Yeah. <laughs> So many duggers at this awesome. point. It's like they're fucking crawling. Like you're like you go out to your uh, your, your your trees and bushes and they stick broomsticks in them and just shake duggers out of them. <laughs> they like boom, scurry boom, out, boom, having yeah. sex with something as they run. That's boom, awesome. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I was fucking raining duggers again. Uh, so this creationist researcher, uh, which is a rather grandiose title for a creationist, uh, says to a dugger-in-law, "There really is no such thing as an atheist." Um, so, Jessa Seawald, um, whatever, what? I don't know. I don't even know. Is that a, is that even a boy's name, Jessa? It's like a porn star name. It's a weird, it is a porn star name. Um, she was featured on 19 Kids and Counting recently, went on the Institution for Creation Research, um, in Texas, and the husband, Ben, I don't even understand this story. So, okay. They, they asked the director of research, how he would prove to atheists that God exists. And the, the response was basically, the evidence of God is everywhere. He says, the evidence of God is ubiquitous. It's everywhere. And in fact, Romans 1 tells us that God has revealed himself to everyone. And that means there really is no such thing as an atheist. There are those people who profess to be atheists, but in their heart of hearts, they know that there is God because God has revealed himself to everyone. He's hardwired us to know that he exists. And he's hardwired us in such a way that when we look into the universe, we immediately recognize it's the handiwork of God. And not just a God, the God. We recognize God. Everything is wrong with everything he just said. It reminds me of like a child's argument. 
Right. It's it's like a it's the most childish argument you could possibly make. It's like a fucking I'm rubber, you're glue argument. Yeah. I can't. I I read that and I was like, are you fucking serious? And this is this is a person who's been indoctrinated their whole life because they can't they can't get there. No. No matter what they do, they yep. can't get there. So they immediately think, well, God's revealed himself to me. So there's no way he didn't reveal himself to you either. And therefore, you're lying. You're lying that you're an atheist. You've been revealed to God. You know that God's a real thing, but you're denying him. These are this is somebody who is so indoctrinated they can't get past that point. And that worldview is so unbelievably self-centered. Oh, like, what a, what but a, that's a, that's what a that's what a fucking religious worldview is, though. Yeah. I mean, it's so narcissistic. I mean, what is, what is it that the great? It was it was it was Sagan who's like we're a speck on a speck on a speck on a speck, or maybe it was Tyson. I don't know. Somebody, some astronomer said that, right? We're a speck on a speck on a speck on a speck, and it's true. We are tiny, tiny, tiny little thing. In a enormous universe and a a universe that we can't even comprehend. It's so big. How do you look at this entirety of existence and say, God wanted me to buy this car? Right. You know, right. God wanted me to flip my Jaguar. God wanted me to meet this person. Right. God wanted, you know, God wanted me to, uh, to become the fucking, I don't even know. What does he, what does he say? He's the fucking, uh, the, he's the director, director of, of fucking research at the Institute for Creation Research. God wanted me to have this position. Like somehow the Institute for Creation Research is, is important outside of the building of institution for creation research. Right. It's not. Okay. Right. It's not at all, but you can't have a worldview like this and not think it is. Yeah. You can't have a worldview like this and look at the world and say, I am the most important thing in this world because God answers my prayers. You can't look at the universe in any other way. you not be a narcissist if you think that God is a personal God. Well, you know, plus like the hardwire argument, like I've heard that hardwire argument so many times. And it's like, if you tell me that, that, that God, the belief in God, the ubiquity of God, it's fucking smacking my microphone, the ubiquity of God. And you're just shaking Put your, your microphone head. away. Just put it away. <laughs> Stop slapping your microphone over there. Just put it away, Tom. <laughs> you that, can't. that slow rumble is Tom bringing himself to climax. As and he's been... I'm done. <laughs> that was the longest I've gone. Oh, my goodness. You're on Viagra or something. <laughs> oh. You know, like this hardwire thing, though, like... Like, what a mean thing to say. It's a mean thing to say because what it says, what he's saying, but not saying is he's saying, well, God has revealed himself to everybody and I'm listening and you're not. Yeah. And you're too stupid or dysfunctional or broken or emotionally damaged or spiritually fucking obtuse. Sure. And so are most, uh, literally most of the other people that are alive and have ever lived across all of time. But me. Me sitting here, I know the revealed truth. Sure. And you know too, because it's in your heart of hearts, yeah. but you're denying it because you're a bad person. Right. And you're, and you're too fucking stupid or yeah. hard, you know, hearted or whatever no, to listen to y- it. That the problem is, is that I only have one heart. Right. I, I don't can't... have a heart of hearts. Your heart of hearts. My heart is inside my heart beating. I don't know. What does it beat faster? Is it like a mouse heart? It beats like 200 <laughs> beats a minute. My heart of hearts. Well, it would die younger then. D- I don't know. Right. Cause it's got like, it's got like a well, set my, number well, of beats. Well, my heart is like the size of an elephant heart. So <laughs> that's enlarged. Yeah. That's not good. So my heart of hearts is like a human sized heart. So <laughs> that's not anything to brag about, my friend. 
That's because it's it's just I don't know if a it's hard a gorge with fat. It's just like it's, just, it's not really blood anymore. It's just pure cholesterol. Just, it's pumping around my body. It's like it's all a pump spell. It's, it's like a like, sub pump <laughs> trying to move land to lakes. <laughs> It's like my, when I cut myself, I leave a grease stain. It's just like awesome. You can like, see through yeah. paper <laughs> if you touch it. It makes all wood pulp clear. It's amazing. If I flipped over in that Jaguar, I would there would be an oil slick on the road. You just squeeze right out. If you if you hug a tree, it disappears. <laughs> <laughs> That's demonic, everybody. It is absolutely demonic. Uh, so this story comes from the Raw story. New York pastor Baltimore rioted because blacks aren't mature enough to have a black president. Pastor motherfucking Manning, yo. <laughs> this guy is oh, this fucking amazing. Straight awesome. Um, It's 12 minutes long. Oh, God. Let's see if we can just play a little bit of it and see what happens. When... John, <laughs> when you ate the pudding, <laughs> chocolate cake for breakfast. <laughs> I took you out and put you in this world. I take you out. Okay. All right. Great. He sounds like that guy who sings, oh, it's a wonderful world. <laughs> <laughs> Louis Armstrong. You're the it's a pastor. wonderful world. <laughs> <laughs> Except for his is like, it's not a wonderful world. <laughs> Fitzgerald Kennedy ran for president. Mm. A large number of people were very concerned that America was not ready for a Catholic president and the influence of the Pope upon American politics and his constitution. He was able to convince America he was not a Catholic that he was a no he was still a Catholic he, he just convinced them that he wasn't going to listen to the Pope yeah I just convinced him that it didn't fucking matter that you could actually compartmentalize your fucking religious <laughs> from your politics yeah, right yeah. just turns out he, he no he convinced everyone that he wasn't a Catholic what did he do like fucking did he just go out and make piss Christ after that <laughs> is that how he convinced everybody he like fucking pissed in a tube and put a crucifix in it upside down <laughs> if you will one of the worst skirt chasers on the planet. He did not believe in God. No, he did. He avowedly did. He did. But he was also a skirt chaser. He was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was fucking. Look, man, if you're the president and you can't get any tail from that, right? why you, be the president? Defeats the whole purpose. Fucking hey. If you can't leverage your celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> like a whole line of Monica Lewinsky's. Are you kidding me? And so, therefore, he was elected. A number of people still do not believe that America is ready for a Jewish president or a giraffe president. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't believe. See, him. I think we are ready for a Jewish president, Tom. We just had a Muslim president. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The Jewish enclave, Jewish beliefs, the Talmud, the Torah, Hashim. That Are these candidates that you're reading? <laughs> <laughs> it's Talbot. Oh, yeah, the Talbot. Oh, Talbot. Talbot. They got a, even got a Jewish yeah. store in the mall yeah. called the Talbot. I would never vote for President Torah. <laughs> it just wouldn't happen. It would be detrimental to the American social religious scene for a Jew to be president. Well, I'm here to state that America was not and still is not ready for a black or an African American or Negro and, and in conclusion, a Hamite president. I stated that. Hamite? 
That sounds delicious. Are we ready for a Vegemite president? <laughs> Can I get that on rye? <laughs> in 2007, I screamed it from the rooftop in 2008. It was bullshit then, <laughs> bullshit now. I said some things then. Let me tell you the things I said. he probably didn't say anyway, but he's right. going to tell you he said. Sure. Yeah. And I stated that uh, the Americans who were supporting and promoting this half-breed, half-baked, half-bleached, half-black, half-white character, Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> Did he just say what I think he said? God, this man is so offensive Holy all the time. Holy shit. Half-breed? Half-breed. What is he, like a fucking... Is he like an orakai? Like, what is... <laughs> Here. Half he's like he's bleach? like part muggle, I think. Right. Is what it is. <laughs> it's a mud blood. <laughs> you know the name of it. Oh, you're uh, such a dork. <laughs> themselves were trying to absolve uh, their own self guilt and solve the problem of slavery in America. Wait, the problem of slavery was solved a long time ago. Uh, what problem? Isn't there an amendment? I don't feel guilty about slavery. <laughs> I, I mean. Not even a little bit yeah. do I feel guilty about slavery. Do I recognize the fucking racial injustice and inequality still exists in America today? Absolutely. Yeah. Do I feel guilty about slavery? Uh, that's not a thing I no. feel. No. I don't even know how I would get there. And the debauchery, the brokenness of the debauchery? debauchery. Is it debauchery? I no, don't think that's... That's not that's, a word. It's debauchery, I, and I I don't think yeah. he's using it right. Yeah, although we're going to get the pronunciation from the fucking vitamin crowd. You're right. <laughs> that a black president would be the utopia. It would be the panacea. And it would solve all problems regarding crime, teenage pregnancy, poor education, broken families, imprisonment. Who thought this? Who thought this? Who thought that by having a black man in office that there's just like teenagers are just going to become infertile? You know what I thought? He was better than McCain. I know, right? <laughs> That's what I thought when I voted for him. And you know what I thought when I voted for him again? He was better than Romney. Right. That's what I thought. Right. I didn't think... He was going to just like pull his giant black cock out and wave it like a wand, wand? and immediately all the problems of America were going to go away. He waves it at the fucking pregnant teenager like, Expelliarmus! And they're not pregnant anymore? <laughs> yes. No, I, I think that's abortion armors. Abortion armors! <laughs> they just all fucking miscarry. You know, like, like, I didn't think that at all. No, I don't nobody think, thought Nobody that. thought that. Nobody thinks that you're immediately going to, you know, uh, even the people who didn't know the issues that voted for him, voted for him because he was more charismatic than the other person. Sure, right. That's, that's... Or they voted on party lines. They voted. There's right. so many reasons why people right. vote. But fixing all the problems, I can't think of a single person who says, I'm voting for someone because I know they're going to fix everything. Right. Most you, of the time, when I vote, I vote because I think they won't fuck it up as bad. Right, that's exactly how I vote. I think, like, well, the world seems like it will be worse if i vote in the yeah. other direction yeah i don't think you're going to make anything better i just don't want things to change markedly for the worse right that's all it's all i'm asking at this point can we not go downhill yeah that's what i'd like to see yeah that a black president would solve all of those problems nothing could have been further from the truth or even more ludicrous and ridiculous because it wasn't the truth to begin with. Nobody thought it anyway. And the reason why I said that America was not ready for a black president is because it would give a false sense of accomplishment. 
It would be like taking a student who has got consistently F's in every class every what? year throughout the 12th grade and all of a sudden you give them a diploma and they've not earned it. Black people have not risen. And by the way, let me hasten to say, I pray that you will have the intellectual discernment and the spiritual abilities to recognize I do not speak this out of a sense of hatred for Hamite people or hatred for the idiots that voted for Obama who are Japheth and Jewish people. I don't hate any of them. Wait, we're what? Japhid. Japhid. Isn't that the things that ants use to get like nectar? <laughs> Japhids. Isn't that what that is? It was just ridiculous. And sometimes when you speak the truth, it sounds or feels like hate. It is. It's when you're I hateful. think we end with that. I yeah. think I think that's a perfect way He's to done. end. That's a perfect way to end this guy. Fucking throat node McGee over here. <laughs> I'm Raymond Massey, and I have a special message for senior citizens. Today's doctors, drugs, and medical devices truly work medical miracles for young and old alike. But there are some as phony as a $3 bill. Investigate before you invest in health services or products. Help stamp out quackery. Uh, this story comes from doubtfulnews.com. A uh, woman died after injection of oxygen by holistic quacks. Um, so this is this story is just super weird. So these two idiots, Carl Bachman or Bachman and Cody Stone King, um, decided that they were doctors, not actual doctors. They just decided they were. Um, and they put some fucking ads out for their crazy octozone treatments. And they fucking people flew across the country. Um, along with their kids to get, uh, fucking injected with oxygen with under the, the, uh, guys that the octazone treatments, um, would per, be a preventative street treatment, uh, for people to stay healthy and kill pathogens in their blood. But it turns out that's actually a great way to get a fucking embolism. Yeah. It's like an air embolism. Right. Like they train nurses and doctors so that you don't get those. Right. Cause they tap the they needle tap and, and they, they make sure the, they, they yeah, make sure right. that there's some sort of, that there's no air in there. Right. Because even though I was reading about this too, and, and a bunch of nurses had commented when they, when they tap it, they're actually looking for an accurate measurement because the tiny amount of air that could possibly be in there probably wouldn't be that, that dangerous. But if you are getting multiple shots over and over and over again, sure. That level of air can add up. So they, they're careful every time, but then they also try to get a very accurate measurement of the, medicine that they're putting in you they're not you know it's not like fucking eh, give them about one milliliter <laughs> they don't do that they're like yeah whatever you think <laughs> well, eh, looks good. just stick it in there pull it up stick it in there again fill that thing up about uh yeah. i don't know halfway or yeah. so <laughs> it's look you 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 fucking it's not like you're putting fucking ziki sauce on your fucking euro you know a little more a yeah. little more a little more. Okay, just dump it. <laughs> I want it dipped. Can you dip my gyro in ziki sauce? I'm actually looking for more of a ziki sauce soup. <laughs> with a... Can you just float the gyro in a tub of it? I'll bob for it. Can I just bob for it? <laughs> Can I just use the gyro meat as chips? And I'll oh, do this like chips and salsa. Awesome. No, but like, like it's like we train people to do this. We right. train people so that they don't give people these air embolisms. And they went out of their way to give get someone. An air balloon. They got on an airplane yeah. and flew there. To go get it's so outrageous what people will do for uh, under the guise of these fucking alternative treatments, yeah. right? 
It's like, and, and the best part is they were charged for it. You know, they didn't, they, you know, they give it to them out of the fucking goodness of their evil, yeah. evil hearts. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's an elderly woman. So chances are this is end of life stuff. Like, you know, this person is very sick. Sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it, it, they're, they're just preying on people that are looking to live and they're, you know, they're, they're gonna, it, it's just an awful thing. This right. is awful. It's this just, is quackery is, Never anybody walks away from it unscathed. Right. And this is an opportunity. This is a chance where they don't wake away. They don't walk away from it at all. They right. just die. Yeah. You know, I went, I went to, uh, Seattle and I went to an oxygen bar in Seattle. Did I ever tell you about this? No. So a long time ago, uh, I was in oxygen Seattle. bar. Yeah. It was super funny, dude. And That's it was supposed to be like, thing I've ever heard. it was hilarious. It was supposed to be like the new thing, you know, but it's right. not the new thing because it's fucking retarded. And so basically it's like you sit at a, at a bar stool. And then they have like a disposable thing that goes like around your head and like has the little things that kind of go up your nose a little Shut bit. Shut the feed. fuck up. And then it's connected to an oxygen container. Shut up. With the, and then, but then you can get different stinky, like you can get different smells. Like I want coconut smelly oxygen or whatever. And then you could like mix and match so you can make like pina colada Can't stinky. Can't you just fucking buy some Febreze? It's it basically or like was, Glade. It was like shoving potpourri up your nose. But, and, and they were supposed to like, you know, it's supposed to be like refreshing, but it's not, it just doesn't, it just feels like air that you paid money to breathe. <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly, I, but I sat there with my wife, we sat there and we, and we did the oxygen thing for like, I think you like, I don't know, like $4 or something for like a couple of minutes. It wasn't that's funny. And I sat there breathing and then I left and I had less money and all I had done was breathe. <laughs> and I was like. I didn't feel more energetic. God. I didn't feel like, like anything except for that I had just breathed something that smelled kind of nice for a few minutes. There is something to say about like the free time that we have in the society. I know, right? To think about stupid shit like that. And the resources, right? Yeah. Like in no other part of the world are they just like, I care so little for my extra money. Like parts of the world are like, I need to eat a food. And you're just like, I don't even give a shit. I paid money for air. What did he do? Fuck you, poor people. Oh, man. I care so little. I fucking inject air into my heart and die. That's how much. Sister comes into BBC. Islamic State releases Al Baghdadi message. Um, so ISIS has released an audio message. It says it's from its leader Abu Bakir Al Baghdadi. Um, which, which by the way, I think I fucking nailed that pronunciation. I fucking crushed that shit. You did. Um, and it says I. It says I can't wait to hear how the how this gets spun. He says there is no excuse for any Muslim not to migrate to the Islamic State. Joining the fight is a duty on every Muslim. We are calling on you either to join or carry weapons to fight wherever you are. Islam was never a religion of peace. Islam is the religion of fighting. Wait, hold Period. on. Hold on. No, hold on. Islam is the original uh, religion of fighting for your rights is what he meant to say, right? <laughs> is that what he meant to say? No one should believe <laughs> that the war that we are waging is the war of the Islamic State. It is the war of all Muslims. The war of all Muslims as dictated by our culture, right? Is that how it is? But the Islamic State is spearheading it. 
It is the war of Muslims against infidels. And by infidels, we mean the American political system. Is that what you mean? Tom, help me understand this, because this doesn't sound like the narrative I've been told. Right. Yeah. Right. No kidding. It's like it's like you can't be getting like he is saying this is the religion. But he doesn't fighting. mean it, Tom. He doesn't mean he it. He doesn't mean it. He said it. No, he doesn't speak isn't for that, himself. Now, isn't that more insulting, though, don't you think? When when you say like when you try to make apologies for this guy being a hateful dipshit right. and you try to say, well, he doesn't mean that. Right. What do you really mean? Aren't is... you being fucking like, aren't you being even more insulting than just taking him for his word for it? I think you are. You know, and the other thing that you'll hear sometimes is like, well, you know, they're just using the veneer of religion to incite people to join their political cause. And like the fucking second question is, well, why would that work if religion did not have in built within its mechanisms, yeah, a uh, a, a violent, um, indoctrinated message, then it wouldn't work, right? Because you couldn't use like you couldn't be like, oh well, they just used the veneer of ice cream soda to get people to fucking go to <laughs> Syria and fucking murder each other, right? That wouldn't work. You'd be like, well, that's not a thing. Like, I love ice cream soda. Uh, like, that's delicious. Like a root beer float. Amazing. Well, Muslims really like cold stone creamery, don't they? <laughs> stoned, cold stoned. Cold stone creamery. Stoned. Yeah. It's like, why would it work? Why would this work? It, it it's doing this. The thing is that like religion is doing a work, a social work. Sure. It's 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 the fucking grease right? that allows that gear to turn. Right. There's there's fucking no other way to look at it. You can't look at that and be like, oh well. You know, I mean, I'm sure, and there's other grease in there. It's yeah, not like sure. there isn't, isn't other grease in there. It's not like there, that we're not injecting fucking grease in there every day with every drone strike. It's not like that. That's not happening. I understand that that's happening, but to fucking neglect the idea that religion is a motivator over there is fucking ignoring the whole equation. It's ignoring what the guys who are doing the violence are directly telling you with words that cannot be more clear <laughs> when they tell you religion, Islam is the religion of fighting <laughs> abortions for all very well no abortions for anyone hmm. abortions for some miniature american flags for others so this story comes from uh times free press does journalers <laughs> it's a pretty good pronunciation you got there <laughs> Uh, let me try it. Uh, it's a Tennessee Republican congressman, uh, Des Jarley. Des Jarless. <laughs> uh, he supported his ex-wife's abortions. Oh. Votes for abortion ban. Hey, he got his. You know, in this article, there's some, there's some back and forth here that I read and, and, uh, uh, he, he's voting against late term abortions, which I think, you know, there's several states that have already have laws against, you know, like very late term abortions and certain states have uh, like abortions after like a certain amount of times. So I think what the, the the lowest was like 20 weeks in like Arizona or something. There's like there's some that are very, very low, like sure, very short, few yeah. amount of weeks. Um, Pregnancy is 40 weeks long, I think. Yes, indeed. And so 20 is half. But at 20, it's 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 not viable at 20. Right. There's I don't think that there's any babies that have been born at 20 and survived. I think 23 or 24 is the is the sweet spot where babies we can with lots of care 
possibly save a baby at 24. Right. And it's a possibly maybe. At and it's a, and it's a fucking it's a fucking tadpole. Right. I mean it is it's not even a thing. <laughs> They're born still with the tail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Point. Like you have to kiss it to turn it into a frog. <laughs> but in any case like it's it's a uh, it, it this is this is him voting against late term abortions which I think at a certain point intellectually people can get behind especially you know extreme late term abortions and things sure, like that. I mean yeah. there's there's some intellectual yeah, 41 weeks it's just rude. It's very difficult. <laughs> it's difficult. Um but I think that <laughs> 41 weeks it's religion. <laughs> Bashing them against rocks. Exactly, yeah. You have this uh this guy who's saying this is uh this is this is against what I what I believe. But he's had abortions in the past. His wife has had abortions in the past. Right. And what I think this says is that there's so much cognitive dissonance that goes around with this because there's so many times. I mean, there's plenty of examples of this happening where a hardline Republican, a hardline conservative has said, come out against this practice. But when things like this happen in their own life. They understand the intricacies that got them to that decision, so they're willing to make that next step. But since they're in this abbreviated uh, line of thinking in someone else, they immediately think that they're bad people for doing this. You know, I think that I think that that's true. And I, what occurs to me is like, and I've seen this, I've seen this with people that I've talked to, and it's like. It's like they think they're the exception to the right, rule absolutely. that everybody else falls into the to the category or the bucket of people that are, you know, just rolling around, fucking each other like crazy sure. and being irresponsible. But when it happened to me, my circumstances weren't the norm. Right? right. And what they what they fail to understand is that there is no one norm. Right. Is that the world doesn't doesn't categorize neatly into the good and the evil. And you can't make rules based on <clears throat> these false categorizations of good and evil. So they, they see themselves as these sort of arbiters of good. Sure. But when it happens to them, they're the they're the exception. It's, it's different when it happened to me, because when it happened to my daughter, this yeah. when it happened to my wife that and when i was gay the other thing right yeah. and it's always this this when, exception when i was on welfare i wasn't lazy right you know but but well, i'm but, not i'm not like one of those welfare sure. you know, queens that are but i'll, I'll take right. a pell grant but i'll take a mm -hmm. you know i'll take this other kind of money that comes to me i'll take I'll medicare take, i'll take the cobra insurance that the that the that the government gives me or whatever it is you know like there's this there's this thing that we seem to put it on the other it's right. their it's their fault they're in this situation but it's it's not my fault I'm in this situation. Right, right. And I just feel like, you know, this guy should recognize, this guy should look at his own life and say, okay, people make hard decisions based on this shit. Who am I to stand in their way to make this hard decision? It's a decision they're going to have to make. It's a decision I made twice. Right. Twice. It's universalizing the wrong parts of your experience. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, we speak that. Dude, this story is just weird. It's also from the friendly atheist, but we're going to have to send that guy a check. Louisiana State Senator <laughs> claims scientists used to burn heretics. You got it so wrong, Louisiana. All, all, all of this is wrong. He says, 
There was a time when scientists thought the world was flat, and if you got to the end of it, you'd fall off. So, wait, what? Scientists? Scientists thought that. How did they that test be... that experiment? It's funny, because the scientists thought that before science. So they were just ists at that point? No, what they did was they had a whole bunch of Newton like Newton weights, and they right. would just drop them off the edge of the they world. Just... And then they'd be like, fuck, drop that, that shit off. Man. Like it fucking flew into a black hole or something. Jeez, look at that. It's yeah. a fucking singularity down there. And there was another time when scientists thought that the sun revolved around the world. Huh. And they always thought to ensure that anyone who disagreed with their science was a heretic. People were burned for not believing that the world was flat. People were really badly treated. What? Were they burned because of that? No, no, we scientists. There was never a fucking cabal of scientists declaring heresy. <laughs> they have to put them on a Bunsen burner to burn them. <laughs> <laughs> they stick them in a beaker. Do you remember, uh, like, remember that time, like, in, like, like, 16th century Europe when the scientists were in control? <laughs> they do it with, like, some sort of, like, high school chemistry teacher flair too they right, like put like, them there so they like they like blow a bunch of methane underneath them and then they wait for a second before they light it so like like actually explodes around them or something they got like a, everybody's like wearing they're fucking gathered around the, the guy tied to the stake and they're yeah. all wearing lab coats and they've got their they got their safety goggles on and they, they're all like okay guys everybody remember the eyewash station yeah. is over here if you get any ash in your, now we're going to be using magnesium so it's going to flare very brightly look yeah. look with the corner of your eye okay guys we don't want anyone getting injured here. Lab safety. Lab safety, oh, folks. That's awesome. That's like that's a, they wore their medieval goggles. Yeah. <laughs> it's just awesome. It's yeah. wooden goggles with no lenses. Just stand there. With a fucking, they have a block of wood strapped to their face. <laughs> it's just a stray dog. They hold it in front of their head. It's just... <laughs> it's just... They cut it open and put it on like a hat. Thankfully, it's like a Tauntaun hat. You just stick your head in there. Thankfully, my eyes are uh, swollen shut with pox. <laughs> oh, those scientists. Oh, fucking scientists. Uh, don't, the fuck were you thinking? Don't be talking to those scientists because they'd be lying and getting me pissed. <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth. A story's from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Rick Wiles, uh, Kentucky Derby, <laughs> proves that Obama is the demonic precursor of the Antichrist. How does that wait? Sure it does, dude. All right, so two minutes sure, and 35 bro. seconds of awesome. Here comes Rick Wiles from his fucking uh, true news. You had a dream in April 2008 that the Lord's telling you Obama is the man in Revelation 6. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Hold on a second. It just sounded like this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who takes peace from the world? To this day, I say he lived that down. I, because. What? He in, he instigated the Arab Spring in 2011. Wait, who was saying that that's a bad thing again? Well, what? We're, we're against the Arab Spring now? Yeah, I guess we're against the Arab Spring. Wait a minute. Why are we against the Arab Spring? 
I mean, I, there was some bloodshed that happened over the Arab Spring. Well, and I, I wouldn't say that, that Egypt emerged from it unscathed by any stretch of the imagination. And in fact, there may be some radicalization yeah. that, that became that's part of that. But it also was a pro-democracy movement where the people rose up against, you know, uh, autocratic societies yeah, and, and yeah. fucking shot that shit down. That's no, we're against that. I don't know if you we're, knew. And how did we instigate that using t- Twitter? Again? No, he, uh, no. President Obama's a Muslim. Uh-huh. So he instigated it. I he see. just called on all his Muslim friends to be Muslim. Wow. Did he just like rub fucking two Muslim sticks together and then <laughs> created, how does that work? Created static Muslim electricity. <laughs> and two, 2011 was a very significant month because. Wait a minute. 2011 was only a month long? It's a very long, significant month. 2011 was a very significant it's, month. It's like a, it lasted it's like, 12 other months. It's like 12 months long, that <laughs> month. It was very long. We had so much tragedy happen with the country that really began in 2011. But it's in 2011 that this president made the statement that Israel had to return to its 1967 borders. Which it didn't do. And he brought a curse on us. And... A revelation was given through another pastor um, who I respect that when he said that that Israel had to return to its 1967 borders, we had to return to ours. What? Wait a minute. Our 1967 borders? We had to return to our 1967 borders. <laughs> right. America had to return to its 1967. What do we have to give back Guam or something like that? <laughs> What are you talking about? In 67, I mean, everything's here, right? 50 states and like the... That's what I mean. It's like, we we have... When are we... What are you talking about? We had to give back our borders. Our borders haven't changed since 1967. And we were in a civil uprising in the 60s. 1959, we added Hawaii. What are you talking (laughs) about? And that was the 50th state. So, I don't think that there's a... I, I mean, I don't know. And, you know, listen to what she had to say. What what did she say? She said, there's this pastor who had a revelation who I believe. And it's like, fucking, right. isn't that like fucking I had a cousin once who worked for fucking right. Ford? Ex- yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, who fucking cares? <laughs> Jesus, like, oh, I had a cousin once who worked for Ford who said they made a hundred mile an hour, hundred mile gallon yeah. car and he worked for Ford. And so he knew it's like, fucking, I don't know your cousin. Right. Your your cousin could be lying to you. (laughs) Your cousin is lying to you. You're fucking, whenever anybody says they had a revelation, they're lying to you. (laughs) And we've been at a civil uprising in this country ever since on an increased scale. Um, We have? Yes, a civil uprising. Wow, this is like the most, like, calm civil uprising. It's very, it's, it's, it's like. It's like a sloth uprising. <laughs> Everything moves really slowly. Uprising. <laughs> a lot of people ask me throughout the years, you know, do I believe he's the Antichrist? And my answer is no. But I absolutely believe because I do believe that the United States is. What the fuck are you that anyone's asking you anything? Tied to Israel spiritually, that we we have a lot of spiritual connections and preludes and symbolisms, and I believe that he is our Antichrist. What does it even mean? It doesn't mean anything. I don't know why. Preludes. I asked that. Preludes. Pre- what the fuck are you talking about? Preludes. That's like it's well, we have Priuses. Well, it's like before you take your ludes, you take your preludes. <laughs> preludes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's clearly he has a spirit of Antichrist operating yes. in him. He is yeah. he is uh, America's Pharaoh. 
which yes. is and interestingly uh the horse american pharaoh won the horse race saturday another little wow. another little sign to america uh, there's been many of them over the years since Obama's been in. Yeah, they're real easy to pick out after the fact. It turns out. Yeah, you can just decide yeah, when you when you look at prophecy in in the in the, in the reverse, reverse. It's fucking super easy to pick. Amazing those how accurate out. it is. Isn't Gosh, it? and nothing's wrong ever. Right. Nothing's ever wrong. Like the fucking all the other stuff that happens. Yeah. That's not leading to anything. It's only the little things that you pick out that you can see. Right. That's the prophecy. Do you have to get a fucking license to go anomaly hunting like that? You do. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Because he fucking clearly, this guy's a man who's bad his limit. To, you have to be a scientist that burns people at the stake <laughs> in order to do that's it. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so this man has, uh, he, he has stoked the coals, the fires of war. Uh, the, yeah. Every place, it seems like the whole world is, is on fire. Even yeah. even House Speaker John Boehner said it a month or two ago. He said the world is on fire. Yes, Speaker Boehner, it is on fire. And the man who's stoking the fires is in the White House. This is a man with a demonic spirit operating in him. Yeah. Man, what do you do with it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what do you fucking do with that information? What do you do with that, Cecil? Uh, you you give him an exorcism and kill him. Right? That's beat him with do. sticks. You beat him with sticks until he dies. You got to call your out. Yeah, have him. He's gonna be fucked. Oh, God, <laughs> how do you watch a fucking horse race and some horse wins a race and you're like, ah, the president's the devil. The president. Look <laughs> out. And here comes President is a devil. President is a devil. He's coming around the bed. He's coming around the bed. And Rick Wiles is in second. Here, President is a devil wins. He wins. You would think that if God was desperate, like, because what he makes it sound like is like God is desperately sending signals down and like people are just not paying attention. Right. Why don't you send a more fucking clear signal rather than just like, well, I did you see that I made a horse win a race? That was bound to be won by horses? Yeah. Because no other animal was competing. It would be awesome if Obama won that race. Right. Then I'd believe he's the devil. Right? Be- he's running like 40 miles an hour. <laughs> okay, you're the devil. Good. <laughs> Fucking, you win, dude. You're the devil. You are clearly the devil. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And like he pops up on TV and like immediately like, <laughs> like turns into the devil. He'd be like, okay. If he transformed into a devil horse <laughs> and then transformed back into himself, he'd be like, you're the devil. That's clearly All the right. Devil. Clearly you're right. Rick Wiles, I apologize. <laughs> Public apology to Rick Wiles right now. Obama was the devil. But if he does things that a president does and a horse runs a race that a horse is supposed to run, I'm not going to think he's the devil. And it's like, it's like, why well, is American Pharaoh and American Pharaoh one? Who do, why is he the American Pharaoh? You didn't establish point one. He's not even the American graffiti. <laughs> So that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, We're going to leave you, as we always do, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno-Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo-quasi-alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead, pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. 
Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. 